Welcome to TA1. Everything you want to know about adventure racing and then some. I'm your host, legendary Randy Erickson. All on my own. So, um, stand by for a three-parter. One, two, yep. Um, with the uh, members of uh, Bend Racing Yoga Slackers. And that is what we are allowed to call them. You'll find that out in a couple of episodes. So we're going to start tonight with Alex Provost. Um, You may have heard his episode before and know that um, I always have to have a Pepsi for Alex. If you want to know more than that, go back and listen to the first episode. So, um, Had a bunch of more people this week are still looking for... uh, Eco Challenge teams uh, made a little post. Uh, where are all the women? And they all showed up. So uh, if you're listening to this right away and you're uh, interested in looking for a team or want to put a team together, I think there's still time. So uh, we could probably help you make that happen. Other than that, it's a nice, um, nice night out here. Me and the chili dog were out. We had a nice little hike and uh, did some, some uh, photo stuff. Working on a couple of different things. Having um, <clears throat> one of the local bars here in Rapid is having a weekly uh, fat bike crit series in the evening. So, looking on, working on some way to shoot that and be kind of cool. So. All right, that's enough for now. So go fast, take chances, have some fun, and be careful. And thanks for listening. Bye. Hey, Randy. Alex, how are you? I'm <laughs> doing good. How about you? Um, not too bad. Been kind of a long day. You know, that real work kind of sucks. But, hey, now I'm going to have some fun talking to you. <laughs> yeah, you, you do real work? Yeah, actually, I do. I know it's hard to believe, but <laughs> so. yeah, that's true. I, I don't know. know that. I, I I thought you were you know driving a dune buggy all you know all day long and just taking pictures of uh, the dog and having fun out there. Well, it seems like I do spend more time doing that, but it doesn't pay as well. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, I understand no. that. That's but. why I have a, day, a real job as well. And I know we we have to support our habit. So. Yeah. Yeah. So, what do you do for real work? Uh, I work uh, in uh, IT uh, IT management, uh, I should say. So, yeah. um, the company I work with uh, is a Microsoft partner, and uh, so we do uh, a bit of you know development uh, integration and. Uh, Microsoft solution implementation. So I kind of work a bit into all this. I keep keep every keep everything going for everybody. Yeah, kind of. So are you the uh, So are you the guy they call when they have trouble, or are you the guy that the guy they call calls? Uh, <laughs> Ah, a bit of both. Okay. Yeah, yeah, it, it, yeah, troubles usually tend to make their way to me at some point. Yeah. <laughs> Eventually so, it gets there. Yeah. yeah, and then, you know, we we try to make it work somehow. Yeah. So, well, we would all be screwed without you guys, so thank you. Oh. <laughs> well. So, well, I mean, not- really, what, you know. We're yeah, yeah, pretty dependent true. now. Yeah, yeah, that, that's, you know, it's certainly one way to see it. <laughs> so, um, all right, let's, where should we start? So how, uh, let's, let's start with Patagonia. How did you sure. end up uh, going down there? Again? So how did you end up going with, yeah, again? <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, uh, back in uh, 2016, um, well, uh, I guess that was 2000 at the end of 2015. Um, yeah, the 
Yoga Slackers asked me to if I wanted to join. Uh, I guess that I think it's because uh, you know we kind of were fighting a bit in Alaska, and uh, but I've been you know I've known Jason and Chelsea for and Daniel for a little while. Uh, mm-hmm. When they came to race in uh, Raid Gaspisi a couple of years back, and uh, so we chatted at that moment, uh, and uh, I think yeah, in Alaska we were there weren't that many teams in Alaska, <laughs> yeah. you know, on, on the course. So every time you know, so we were uh, so when you're able to to share, you know, that kind of course and experience with uh, other. Uh, other racers, then you know that uh, you know you're well. You're kind of uh, you're probably you know able to do similar things. So yeah. I guess this is where uh, you know uh, I don't know. I, I guess after that they decided to uh, call me for uh, Patagonia, and I thought it was uh, a good uh, a good opportunity with a team that uh, had experience down there. Mm-hmm. So that was back in 2016, and then we all know uh, 2016 story. So we had to go back to make it right this time. Yeah, was was that really a big reason? Is is say redemption, or is it just because it's such a cool race? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, a bit of both, but certainly the re- the redemption factor was uh, pretty high because. Uh, you know, we we really we were pretty gutted after 2016. So, and uh, to be honest, uh, at first when uh, when Jason uh, called me for this year, I was like, oh yeah, another race, because I had the my schedule was pretty full. But at the same time, I was like, okay, well, we have to make you know this is it, and we have to. Get, to give it another shot, so yeah. So what? Um, well, just tell me about this year's race. Well, how was it? How was it the same, and how was it different than than in sixteen? Uh, how was it the same? Well, trekking is always very very hard and through very dense forest. Um, how was it? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> uh, it was windy. Yeah. That's for sure. And th- the thing is that Stepan told us, yeah, you'll see it's a bit, uh, you know, because the race in 16 was in f- end of February, I think. Yeah. And uh, so it's kind of their summer. And now it was kind of, you know, still a bit uh, in uh, in the spring. So, yeah. uh so Stepan was like, "Oh yeah, you'll see. It's it's a bit colder, but there's gonna be less wind." <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, everybody was like, "Really, less wind?" <laughs> uh, no, that was it was friggin' windy. I, I think uh, I don't think it was that windy in 2016. Uh, I don't remember it that windy, but then maybe uh, I just forget things. Yeah. But uh, no, it was. Uh, well, it's it's hard to explain. It's uh, it's rugged as hell, so it, as it's always. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know what, what what was different was. Uh, I think that we um, we always seem to hit the transition at the right moment, uh, and that's more you know on the race experience, maybe yeah. less with the race course, but. Uh, yeah, we always seem to have the, you know, yeah, TA at the right moment to kind of maximize our progression, uh, and uh, I guess that made a difference. Yeah. But yeah, I, I guess one different thing was being uh, in that high in the mountains with uh, with that much snow. Yeah, certainly because uh, yeah, the whole first leg was like being in the Arctic. <laughs> So uh, it was. There was a lot of snow, and you know it was white out at some point with, yeah, uh, pretty pretty shitty conditions. Yeah. So when it 
when you're up that high and it's that miserable and it's white out, do you keep moving or do you have to like hunker down for a little bit or how do you how do you handle that? Yeah, you got to keep moving as as much as possible. I mean, you got to make sure that you're moving the right way for yeah. sure. And you know, uh, in terms of you know, you got to keep uh, this. You know, you got to stay safe for sure. But uh, you know, being really you know with that wind being uh cold and wet uh you have to keep moving forward because uh it can switch really fast uh from you know being okay on the ridge to being like not not being able to move and being in a, in a really sketchy situation so yeah we we had to face uh we had to face yeah, a, a situation like that during the first leg, where on that uh, uh, on that last on that last uh, they call it the cordon, but uh, the last mountain pass. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, we kind of went up, uh, not really at the not the best way up the the gully going to the to the call. Uh, but uh, at some point, yeah, we had to push it uh, in. To be able to get out of the of the sketchy of the hard conditions, because uh, going down w was not really an option at that point. So, going down back, I mean, so yeah. we had to push forward. Keep going. So, was that terrain? Was it just just snow, rock, or were you in the forest? Or, I mean, what was what was that terrain like on that push? Yeah, it was uh, it was above tree line. Okay. So it and it was uh, well, it was at night for us. So I, I saw uh, east wind pictures. Uh, it looked fantastic, <laughs> but it was a night for us. So it was kind of uh, you know, uh, you know, it's always you know the the downside of these races because half of it you know is in the dark and you don't get to see like the nice views and everything. But <laughs> yeah, um, no, it, the. So the terrain for us was, uh, yeah, it was uh, so above tree line and uh, rocky, snowy in some part, uh, like the lower part of the slopes. But then at some point, the slope was getting uh, a bit more steep, uh, so uh, a bit less snow, a bit more rocky. So uh, we, we did not get, get the crampons. Uh, we, we did not put them on. Okay. Uh, Mostly because we were in the too too well. The terrain was too steep to just sit down and put the crampons, and uh, it was too it was just too windy. Also, so yeah. you know, we we just decided to you know go ahead and but we had the ice axe out and uh, uh, and, and and Lars and I had a, a walking pole because we had only two ice axes. Well. So, how do you um, navigate in that situation? Are you, is it are you on the compass, or are there features that you're able to use? Yeah, you try to use the features as much as possible. Not really on the compass. Okay. Um, yeah, because uh, and when we got to the bottom of that uh, of that last uh, that last push, we couldn't really see, you know, the top of the ridge. So uh, yeah, so from there we we kind of relied on what we could see in front of us. But uh, um, yeah, it was uh, and you know the compass there was just you know uh, in Patagonia it's really hard to use a, the compass for a, a very precise thing like just. Uh, because usually it just yeah well this is the general way and and you make a way you yeah. know you go this way but uh, at that moment it was re it was precise navigation and the compass and the map were of not much use there so no we, we kind of relied on what we could see and uh, yeah uh, so we kind of went up the wrong gully but and then we had to make two traverse back to to get back to the right call but. Uh, no, we, we made it, and we were very happy when we reached the top of that ridge. <laughs> I'll bet you, bet you were. So was it um, oh, yeah. Was it the train itself real 
real sketchy, or was it just the fact that it was cold and really windy that made it, you know, worse? Yeah, yeah, I think it, it was, uh, yeah, 50-50, because um, I think going up uh, the, the intended way would have been okay. Uh-huh. Uh, uh, yeah, so... Uh, I think we brought it on, on ourselves a bit uh, going up the, the the wrong gully, but um, no, the the fact that it was uh, that windy, uh, middle of the night and very cold, uh, made it for you know for rougher yeah. conditions. Yeah. So, are there any times when you race in Patagonia where it's enjoyable? Oh yeah, of course. <laughs> Many times. Okay. Uh, yeah, because, and I don't know. The the more I do these things, I'm like, okay, well, you gotta enjoy it because yeah. uh, you know uh, there's a lot. I mean, a lot of uh, you know many chances we won't you know step foot on that same ground you know again. Yeah. So uh, so of course it's it's really hard conditions but at the same time it's so gorgeous out there and the views are just amazing uh the mountains are you know majestuous uh uh and the the turball <laughs> all these turball fields and things i mean when you're in there walking it's a bit shitty but looking at them from afar <laughs> they're yeah. they're kind of cute yeah <laughs> uh but uh yeah it, it's it's yeah maybe you don't you know you don't see the things the same way when you walk in them but looking at them <laughs> yeah it's kind of kind of so, beautiful and with all especially with you know uh with all those uh, peninsulas down there so you can see the ocean uh, sometimes so Beautiful. Yeah. So, how long does it take you to re- to get it through your head that when you're walking across the turbo that it really sucks? <laughs> I mean, because you look at it right, and it looks like this nice green lawn. Yeah. It, and it's not. <laughs> it, it's no, it, it's not, and uh, I should say not at all. Yeah. <laughs> it uh, you know it kind of you know, sucks the energy out of you because every every footstep is a bit harder than it should be. <laughs> or yeah. at least we're, you know, we're, uh, yeah. So uh, it's, uh, no, it, it really, yeah, I, I remember that, you know, back in 2016, the first or, you know, at some point walking on Turball, I was like, this is real. This is really shitty. <laughs> but I think that this year I was like we were really focused and we knew you know I, I knew what I was getting myself into. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay, let's just turball our way and make the best of it and, and 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 just push it as much as we can. Yeah. Does it help when you're in front? Is it easier to race in front as a first team? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I I prefer to be uh, to be a. Uh, I always like it better to be uh, to be in front. I think it's extra motivation. It's interesting. I mean, uh, yeah. It's. Uh, I mean, there's there are a few ways to see that because especially in the snowy conditions. Well, when you're in front, you're making the tracks, and and that's what uh, you know. We we did a lot of of the tracks up there, so East Wind and Columbia and you know other teams behind, then you know they could follow our tracks up there. Yeah. Um, and and that makes it uh, you know a lot e- easier. But that's uh, that's really specific to winter conditions racing. Um, and at some point uh, before the actual, well, the only checkpoint, mm-hmm. <laughs> EC0, uh, we were going up, uh, well, making our way toward the base of the of, uh, of the call. And uh, we were with East Wind at that point, And uh, we kind of took a break to pick up water and just say, well, let, let them lead a bit and make the way up so we can just relax, uh, you know, in their tracks a bit. So it was, uh, yeah, so we kind of took that little uh, uh, 
little strategy there, I guess. A little break, yeah. Well, it's only fair. Let somebody else do all yeah, the work. Sure. <laughs> so, how much of the race were you around other teams? You know, obviously that the first part, oh. but after that. No, actually, we saw uh, we saw Eastwind's light. Uh, yeah, well. We we put the lamps on uh, on the first uh, first day, so mm -hmm. around it, it must have been around 9:30 at night because the the light there was a lot uh, light uh, until pretty late. Uh, so usually, you know, we put the lamp on around 9:9:30, and uh, so at least we have it on our head until you know for the moment is required. Yeah, and um, yeah, there was a river crossing and. Uh, Luckily, there was a bridge. <laughs> uh, yeah, shortly, well, after the way down from that uh, that first uh, checkpoint, uh, the mountain pass, and uh, yeah, we crossed the bridge. I saw Eastwind's lamp uh, on the other side, and then, boom, we didn't see them. Uh, and actually, there was a trail on, on during that part, and we were able to move pretty fast. We tried to... Uh, the jog of it there, uh, and uh, it was the last time we actually saw a team. Well, that was like day one night. <laughs> that was like, yeah, that was like uh, I don't know, maybe uh, uh, fifteen hours after the start. Huh. Um, yeah. What's it? What's it feel like to know that you're like in the middle of nowhere and there's nobody? <laughs> yeah. Well, the thing is that when you're, you know, expedition racing with, uh, you know, with your teammates and things, well, you, there's at no point, well, for, uh, speaking for myself, but at no point I really feel, you know, alone, yeah. you know, and so I guess, uh, well, yeah. So, yeah. so it's. I don't. I don't. I can't say that I've. You know, I really feel that uh, that loneliness or that uh, the fact that we're so remote. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. And mostly because we're uh, and we're moving as one unit, uh, and we're always thinking, okay, uh, what's our next move? Or especially w when navigating, you kind of have to think. Uh, uh, ahead with with the with the maps and, and the routes and things, but uh, you know there were some moments where you know we're in the middle, uh, yeah, especially in the long track, that 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 really long track, the the third track. Um, we were really you know 50 kilometers in any direction from anything, or maybe it was even 75k or. And uh, we, we were like, yeah, well, <laughs> even if, you know, we're, we're calling for support or, the, or there's something wrong, well, you still have to make your way out because yeah. there's, there's just, you know, you and the nature. So. Yeah. That, that is but the one it, thing about Patagonia. <laughs> you got to get yourself out no matter what. Exactly. That that's the thing about uh, about this race is that yeah, I mean, there's the, there's a whole you know security infrastructure around it, but you're still freaking remote, yeah. and you know there's no uh, you know instant emergency coming if if you you know if you're hurt or if uh, if something goes wrong. So yeah that that's why it's uh it is really a, a special feeling to be uh and you know in one way that's uh that's what makes this race so special you know the fact that it's it is really a, a wild race and you know they they call themselves the last wild race well it, it's uh <laughs> it's well it's for sure it, it's real it you know you're really out there in the wild and you gotta take you gotta take well there's only you and nature yeah i i'm gonna go out and live and say it would probably be easier to get rescued off of everest than out of the patagonia <laughs> race yeah could be yeah that's possible 
that's yeah. that's possible. There, there is a, there was one evac uh, this year. Huh? Uh, I think uh, the Polish team had uh, some bad luck, like uh, an injury. Yeah, and, like a uh, collarbone or something. I don't remember. Like that. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so. and um, I'm not sure how long it took, but I know that uh, in the end they had uh, the person had to be rescued. Yeah. yeah. So when you're out on like one of the long treks, how much do you guys talk? I mean, are you constantly, you know, working together, navigating, or are there long sections where you're just everybody's kind of in their own little world? Um, we actually talk a lot, yeah. uh, and we actually have also music. Uh, mm. We we bring a, a little speaker, yeah, that you uh, that you can uh, upload music yeah. uh, into. So no need for uh, an iPod or something else. Then okay. so it's a you know little you know very rugged outdoor speaker <laughs> and. Uh, and we we play music, <laughs> and it actually helps a lot. And you know, we uh, we kind of all uh, made a bit of our you know uh, playing list uh, mm-hmm. ahead. And uh, so when you're out there on the course uh, listening to good music, it really helps to have um, a good rhythm. Yeah. Um, so uh, yeah, so th- that's one way to uh, to not get bored. And no, we we uh, we try to talk a lot and not stay in our little world. And yeah. I should say that uh, you know Jason and Lars talk a lot. So <laughs> <laughs> so uh, yeah. So yeah. so there's no there's no way to get bored with these guys. Yeah, I could I could believe that. Um, so for music, I'm just curious: is it um, do you play it a lot, or do you kind of save it for? when it's needed yeah that, that's a good question we we uh we try to save it for when it's needed okay. and for when we can um i don't know maximize the the use of it uh so i mean obviously not on the bike yeah. uh, uh and if conditions are you know if we're high in the mountains and it's very windy then yeah. uh, there's no point so no, it's really for uh, actually for turball, turball field, turball track, uh, where we're lower in the valleys, where there's less wind. Yeah. So, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, how much, how much better is the finish line when you win than just when you just finish? <laughs> oh, it's uh, indefinitely better. <laughs> <laughs> Well, no. I mean, the, the finish line—the finish line of an expedition race in itself—it's—it's uh, it's always, you know, a, a very. No, it's all, I mean, it's always very. Um, I don't know how to say it, but it's kind of. You're happy because you made it, you know, to the end, uh, and it's uh, a, a realization in itself. Yeah. You know, it's. Uh, I mean, it all depends on the way the race went, and uh, you know, with uh, according to the objectives. Um, you know, you, there are teams that get to the finish line, and <laughs> they're going in separate directions. But uh, no, usually, uh, you know, getting to the finish line, you know, you, you can't be disappointed. But um, no, winning is is a total different thing. And uh, no, I, I was I was very very satisfied to uh, to win Patagonia, especially after you know leaving the race for you know most of it in 2016 and not being able to reach a finish line. Yeah. Would you? Is this like the? You know, highlight of of your uh, racing career so far. Uh, yeah, it's got to be. I think so. Oh yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, of what Patagonia is, uh, it's kind of uh, you know. Be, I like to compare it to uh, to the Barclay in trail running. 
Mm-hmm. You know, it's kind of, uh, yeah. So for me, Patagonia is the Barclay of expedition racing. You know, it's, yeah. uh, there's not, there's no great prize. There's no, I mean, it, it's just, you know, um, you know, if you're able to finish it, you're, you're, you're already winning. But yeah. If you're, if you're able to win the race, then, then it's, uh, you know, it's a whole new level. So, uh, um, yeah, no, it, it it certainly is the highlight of my career so far. That's for sure. I would, I would, I was going to hoping, hoping you were going to say yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, were you um a little no, bit? I, w- I was, I was very happy to win in Team New England. I can tell you that. Yeah, we're going to talk about that a little bit, but I mean, <laughs> okay. I'm, I'm going to say this is probably a bigger win than on Team New England, but. <laughs> There, sorry, Grant, but I said it. Yeah, sorry, Grant, but I mean, I, I'm pretty sure. I mean, Grant understands that for sure. Yeah, definitely. Did it kind of surprise you the number of teams that finished the race? Yeah, actually. Um, well, I mean, ten days is a long time. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, if you can, you know, rally and. You know, stay focused, stay together, and not being discouraged by the distance that's still left in front of you. Then uh, it's it's possible for it was possible for all these teams. Yeah. So um, and actually, the conditions uh, were. I mean, at the beginning of the race with uh, with the snowstorm in the mountains and everything, you know, conditions were pretty uh, harsh. Uh, and of course it's, you know, it was windy everywhere, Yeah. but, um, but there were, there was no like really big, you know, uh, rainstorm, uh, or things like that. So, uh, I think that, you know, all in all it was, uh, you know, the, the, especially in the later part of the race, it, we saw the sun a few times. So <laughs> that's a bonus. So that made it. Yeah, that's always a bonus. So it always helps, you know, just a bit of sun here and there to uh, to kind of, you know, get your ideas back into place and, you know, get you out of your misery for <laughs> at least a yeah. little while to uh, to kind of give you, you know, energy to to push forward. Yeah, little sun is always good. So. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. Um, all right, here's a real, real... Hypothetical question. <laughs> now that you've won the race, would you go back and do it again? Oh, that's that's the the hard question, huh? Yeah. Well, hey, right okay, now, here, I, mean, I got I got okay. a better question. Okay. When, when you go back and do the race again, would you be okay if you didn't win? Uh, I'm not sure I would. <laughs> <laughs> So that's the, you know, that's why I'm like, yeah, well, it's kind of a bucket list race. Yeah. Right? Yep. Um, but I mean, I, I'm not, I'm not saying no because, yeah. uh, it, it's, it's a magical place. So I, I like magical place. So you never know when, you know, you'll be looking for a bit of magic. So, uh, maybe if we are, then we have the, you know, the energy to go back. So. Yeah. But uh, I mean, at the same time, at the same time, there are like a lot of beautiful races out there. So uh, yeah, it's hard to make choices sometimes. But uh, you know, if it's a race that you've uh, kind of already have on your checklist, then uh, yeah. Yeah. No, I. I, but, I um, yeah, I get what you're saying. Is when if somebody calls you up, you're going to go. <laughs> But you might not call them. Yeah, you know what? Yeah, exactly. So um, if they call me, then, well, I'll have to make up my mind. Yeah. But if they don't, then I don't have to. There you go. So, yeah. And the funny thing is that we're recording this on the 17th, and they just announced the dates for next year. So. Yeah, I, I saw that. Yeah. Well, next year is a shorter race. Yeah. Um, so, which is a good thing. I think that they have a short 
race option, and that's going to, you know, maybe motivate people to uh, give it a try first, and and then they have like the the full race on in 2020. So, so might not be a bad plan for somebody. So, um, yeah. So, tell me about Untamed New England. One of the highlights of my summer because I got um, maple syrup. Yeah, true. <laughs> Lucky you. It is. So, <laughs> so. Um, yeah, Untamed was uh, yeah fantastic, uh, and we were so happy that uh, Grant decided to bring it back. Uh, and uh, yeah, so it was uh, definitely you know the objective of, of the summer and. Uh, yeah, we were, you know, very well, well prepared. We had, uh, you know, made all our homework, and uh, we decided to attack it uh, from the start and uh, and uh, try to push it as much as possible and to see where the other teams could uh, could get. So yeah, so you went into it think just like we're gonna. This is how hard we're gonna go. If anybody can beat us, then they're way better. That yeah, kind of... that, that, that's that was kind of the yeah totally. We 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 just you know decided to put our feet you know down you know yeah. on the pedal and not release it until well until we we couldn't <laughs> so um, and we were you know pretty confident that uh, you know well we we knew there were certainly. A few teams that will that would be you know able to uh, to keep the pace to yeah to to keep the pace but at the same time I was confident that uh, that we were that we would be able to at some point you know um, be able to take the lead so and it, it actually happened sooner than I expected yeah did you um was from uh, give yourself a letter grade for Untamed New England. I mean, did you make any big mistakes or just little minor ones, or did you have a you know how good was your race? Uh, it was uh, it was good, but we certainly did a few mistakes here and yeah. there, and uh, yeah, because uh, there were I mean, there there were a lot of uh, well uh, a lot of options out there uh, and. Uh, Certainly, uh, at some point, uh, yeah, I mean, trying to remember uh, on that first trek, we did it pretty good, I think. It was not, I mean, our, was not, uh, there were other teams in front at some point. Uh, so, I mean, obviously they had, you know, a better route choice uh, early on. Um but then after that, uh, we were pretty clean. Um, yeah, we we did a few few mistakes here and there, and Mindy was <laughs> was getting a bit uh, a bit nervous at some point. But uh, no, we we uh, and yeah, we had to backtrack here and there at some point. That that's one thing that I know I need to be more focused, especially on the bike, uh, to not you know overshoot. Um, because uh, yeah, I know that sometimes when I'm a bit tired, I tend to do that. So, um, so, so that's interesting. So, do you you tend to overshoot instead of under? Because like, seems like everybody undershoots. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. I think I tend to uh, to overshoot on the bike because sometimes we're just going real fast, and I'm like, yeah, yeah, it's coming, it's coming, and. And then uh, I, I don't know. I, I maybe I don't pay uh, too much attention. I'm like, oh guys, I think it's back there. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, yeah. I know. I know. I need to. Uh, I need to fit to uh, to be more focused. To be uh, more focused. Sometimes like that. But yeah, I remember a few places that uh, I was like, yeah, it's back there. <laughs> but. Um, no, yeah. and uh, a few places actually. Yeah, there there were a few. You know, uh, we had to look for a few checkpoints for sure because uh, 
they were not always, you know, right, uh, you know, on, you know, very obvious features. So, mm -hmm. uh, so on the on the track and uh, yeah, I remember th there's one. We actually did one mistake uh, out of uh, well, it's hard to remember now, but. Um, uh, well, on one of the tracks, uh, we definitely, at some point, uh, we kind of got disoriented and we're trying to make sense of, uh, you know, uh, we're, or we were looking for a power line and uh, a trail. Actually, the trail, well, the, on the map there was a road, but uh, on, <laughs> on the field it was like a really, really small trail. <laughs> Okay. And, uh, you know, in reality. So when we got to that trail, I was like, well, no, we're looking for a road. And so we kept going. And then, yeah, all of a sudden, nothing made sense. So we had to, uh, and we knew that rootstock were not far behind at that point. So we kind of, we were really getting a bit concerned. But uh, and so we suddenly we found the energy to run <laughs> <laughs> and and we you know we could we could run that trail so uh and that was that's that's the track that led us back to uh the university for the for the orienteering section okay so. yeah so um but generally a, a good clean race yeah well yeah for sure because mm -hmm. i mean when you win you know uh, an expedition race, then, well, I mean, th there's no expedition race or, I mean, even adventure race without mistakes, but, yeah. uh, well, if you win, it means you made less mistakes <laughs> yeah. uh, than, than the other the other uh, contenders. So, um, yeah, all in all, uh, uh, <clears throat> a very good execution, uh, and with uh, Mindy, Jason, and Pat, we were really happy. Yeah. Cool. All right. So um, I'll put this delicately. What lessons did you learn at Shenandoah Tough? <laughs> uh, well, uh, what lessons? Well, again, uh, there were two checkpoints that uh, our plan of attack was not very clear and uh, on the field well we, we overshot and uh, twice and uh, got into well the wrong place and had to figure it out so um, that, that's one thing plan you know attack point is is crucial even if you have you know even if you have like just a one to you know like the Topo maps. Uh, I mean, not orienteering maps. Yeah. Uh, you gotta ha you gotta have like a clear attack point. And I know, especially on that uh, on that second checkpoint, you know, on the first track, uh, the checkpoint was off the trail and things. But it was it was hard to know, you know, where to where to leave the trail to go to that checkpoint. And it was always going to be, but. Uh, I think that we didn't, you know, we kind of just assumed that we would know. And uh, when we got there, I was like, hmm, yeah, I'm not too sure. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, that that's, yeah, attack point for sure. I mean, it's obvious stuff, but, uh, I mean, it's stuff, you know, it's, yeah. it's, it's basic stuff. But, uh, I mean, from time to time, it's basic mistakes that we all do, I guess. Yeah. Um, and also, well, what I learned from Shenandoah Tuff is that uh, too much racing is like not enough racing. Um, you know, at that, it was a very, very busy schedule for me. Yeah. And uh, I was like, it's hard to, it's hard to keep the excitement high when, uh, when you race, I'd say a bit too much. Yeah. Uh, and at, at that point, I was like, uh, especially in September, and uh, I was, uh, I, you know, I was away from home for 
you know, at least half of the month. And uh, um, I was like, well, uh, I was, you know, enjoying it a bit less, I would say, <laughs> especially yeah. with all the thorns. Yeah. Uh, especially with pushing the bikes. Yeah, that. <laughs> yeah. That's also one another thing. You know, your bike has to be very, very light. That's gonna help you <laughs> a lot. <laughs> yeah. 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 But uh, I mean, in Shenandoah, I would have loved to to do uh, Mark's full course. Yeah. Um, and I think it was a bit uh, uh, a bit of a bummer that uh, you know he had to you know come up with you know uh, really a, a plan C I would say. Yeah. Uh, for for his race, but uh, yeah, well, that was you know the the hurricane situation. So yeah. Not much we can do about that. So no, no. Yeah. Well, hey, you won two out of three adventure at expedition races this year. That's not bad. Yeah, exactly. That that's you know I'm I'm you know I I'm very happy about it. Yeah. I'm very happy about it. So, so what's um what's on the plan for next year? You gonna race a little bit less? Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> that's my plan. Well, that's my plan in December. Um, yeah. So, uh, yeah, well, well, obviously, I've, um, you know, racing with uh, with Ben and uh, uh, the organized expedition Oregon. Yeah. Uh, and, and Jason definitely wants us to go back. So, uh, so uh, I. Sh- Pretty much, uh, pretty much sure that uh, we'll go back. We just need to figure out a few, a uh, few less things. But yeah. uh, and um, yeah. yeah, well, the, there's high chances of going back to Expedition Oregon. And uh, but after that, we'll see. Uh, yeah. Obviously, there's uh, a lot of other interesting races in the World Series. Uh, places like uh, Croatia and uh, Lars actually has a spot in um, South Africa in Rodriguez Island, so that, that's going to be pretty, pretty fantastic place, uh, I guess. Yeah, yeah. So, like so we'll see. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, so we'll see. But at the same time, um, yeah, uh, I think I would, I would prefer just uh, probably do Expedition Oregon and then something, you know, in later in the fall or end of the summer uh, and, and not tackle, like, <laughs> two other Expedition races in the middle, uh, in the middle of the year. So, but there's also Eco Challenge, so... That's the 800-pound uh, gorilla, the right? Yeah, exactly. That's the other... Uh, <laughs> Yeah. That's the other race, or the, it's the other kid in town, or I don't know the other. Yeah, so I don't know how to say that. Well, you know, here's here's what I think about that. It's really up the uh, the uh, profile of adventure racing already. So we'll see. I think so. I mean, <laughs> yeah. I mean, all the you know everybody's talking about it. So yeah. I mean, it's uh, it's certainly well. <sighs> At least it brings something new at this point in the mm-hmm. whole adventure racing scene. Yeah. Uh, it kind of, you know, uh, shake things up a bit. And we can already see that uh, the World Series and uh, Craig is, you know, has been making move a bit to try to, you know, uh, uh, I don't know, to, to try to show it. Show himself, show his, you know, his race series a bit more. Uh, sending, like, uh, I don't know, just better emails out and uh, <laughs> having a better presence online uh, because they know that uh, they're going to be impacted for sure. Yeah, obviously, hopefully impacted in a good way. Yeah, it, I think so. I think so. Uh, I mean, obviously, there's a there will be. A bit of uh, schedule conflict. Yeah. But but uh, I mean, I think it's going to bring more uh, you know attention to to the sport. So yeah. 
So there, I don't think there's any way that uh, it's, it can be negative. So so why not, you know, go not, for it. Uh, go for it, yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, all the one thing I see is like you read, you're reading all these posts and I'm seeing names that I've never heard of or never seen or so it's 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 new people at least know about it yeah true true so yeah and uh, and these people have to you know they're gonna you know look into the sport and uh, and all their friends as well so so yeah I think it's gonna be good all right. All right. One last question. One last question, and that's nothing to do with adventure racing. So, what do you what do you do for Christmas? <laughs> well, it's uh, family time. Yeah. Um, yeah. Just uh, family time. Uh, having you know, eating a lot and <laughs> having a few drinks for sure. Uh, well, actually, I've been eating a lot for three three weeks. So. I've been, yeah, I've been already eating like, like crazy, but uh, now for Christmas, and then, uh, uh, well, maybe a, a bit after Christmas, uh, around New Year's, uh, around the New Year, um, well, we're back in the mountains. Yeah. Uh, we'll go, we'll go play in the mountains a bit, uh, just taking it easy but at the same time enjoying enjoying uh, the outdoors a bit uh, we like to go in the Adirondacks uh, it's kind of uh, it's pretty close to uh, to Montreal mm-hmm. it's about uh, two hours and uh, just a fantastic playground uh, so um, yeah with uh, a couple friends we're gonna tackle some mountains and uh, and eat a bit more again <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like a great New Year's, Christmas and New Year's. Yeah. So. Well, I'll have to, you know, uh, in the New Year, I'll got to be careful because otherwise I'll have a hard time slimming, slimming down in time for Oregon. <laughs> yeah. Well, you got like five months. I think you'll make it. Yeah. I, I guess I should be good. Yeah. So. Well, cool. Well, thanks for taking time. And... Uh, it's wonderful as always. Yeah, thanks to you. Uh, are you? Uh, um, yeah, you've been covering these dune buggy races that, that or these, you know, the I saw that online. That was I thought that was crazy. That was that it's, looked cool. It's uh, it is. It's really fun. It's a, it's um, another group of really cool people. I don't know if they're quite as cool as adventure racers, but sort of. Yeah, <laughs> um, and it, yeah, sure. it's just it's. It's it's way different, but in some ways it's kind of the same. It's like all this preparation and getting ready and organized, and then you know there's checkpoints and there's pit stops, and so it's it's not real foreign to me from coming yeah. from the adventure race side. But they're going 120 miles an hour. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're going at like one and a half. <laughs> yeah. So when, when trekking. So. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's different. So, no, I really, it's really, I mean, it's fun because it's such a great bunch of people. And, you know, I'm seeing new parts of the world, too. So, I like Mm -hmm. it. Yeah, well, looks like a lot of fun. I'm glad you enjoy it. I am. uh, Yeah, that's good. Oh, cool. Well. Are are you doing the podcast with... uh, uh, Lars and uh, Jason and Chelsea. That's the plan. Lars and I have been going back and forth. Um, okay. Well, I think now we decided to wait till after Christmas, and then, um, yeah, I'll get Jason and Chelsea because I kind of want to do is put you guys all together, do a little series, so yeah, yeah. we, get, we okay. get to hear all of you. So, um, yeah, yeah, I've been. It, it, sometimes, let's see. This one was pretty easy to set up, but sometimes it's just a matter of finding time, and then we have a time set up, and then something I got to do something, or the other person yeah. has to do something, and so yeah. it'll happen. So, oh yeah, for sure, and because Lars is uh, Lars is always pretty excited about the about these things, and you know, 
no, it was. You'll have a lot of fun because Lars is uh, Lars. He's <laughs> a really, really cool guy. I've I've heard that from several people, so I'm looking forward to yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. He's uh So you can ask him anything about adventure racing, you know, because he's kind of the adventure racing encyclopedia. Ah, that'll be good. Yeah. Because I should find- we were. Go ahead. We were talking, you know, uh, when trekking and things, we're talking, and and Lars, he knows all these racers and race and race results and, uh, you know, teams. Oh, yeah, these guys race together at that race. And I was like, shit, I thought I was an AR geek, but <laughs> Lars is, is the real deal. <laughs> oh, so what you're saying is I should probably find some question to try and stump him. Yeah, you should. <laughs> you should. All right. I'll, I'll think about that. I'll try and come up with something. Yeah, great. All right, thanks. Have a good Christmas and Happy New Year. Yeah, Merry Christmas to you, and uh, have fun. Stay safe, and uh, talk later. All right, thanks. Bye. Thanks to you. Bye-bye. Wendy? Yes, Lisa. Is the water warm enough? Yes, Lisa. Shall we begin? Yes, Lisa. Yes, Lisa.